Welcome back to the my episode nineteen. Ah, uh, from the top. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> welcome back to the No Judgment Podcast, episode nineteen. We definitely are positive it's nineteen because we flubbed the beginning again, but it's okay. We're still here. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're at. We appreciate you for tuning in. As always, my name is Jonathan. I'm Nolan. Shout out, Sean. We're not using his last name. Sure. Right. <laughs> we did in the first one. Sure thing, Sean. No, yeah. I'm kidding. Um, yeah, so Sean was adamant that we touched on this. He had a request. We did a request last episode. We Seems talked like- about how everybody's crazy a little bit. And uh, we got another request, so we're going to roll with it. If you have a request, send it in, because you could be the next decider out. of our next topic and have a shout-out yourself. But this episode's for Sean. Shout-out, Sean. So Sean was very adamant that we touched on this, because it's something that I think he's he's probably goes through it daily down there and in, in wherever he is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's lonely, so he's going through a lot on his own, and um, this this is something that a lot of guys experience and that, um, I mean, I'm sure guys talk about this, but maybe girls don't know about it as much as, as they should. Well, I feel like girls are pretty level-headed across the board. I don't know if that's fair to say. When it comes to certain things, mm, okay. uh, this probably being one of them. What we are dancing around is what is commonly referred to as PNC. Which is also known as? Hit it. post not clarity. Yeah. And... For those of you that have never experienced it, basically it is. You got a lot of bad juju, a lot of bad, bad energy built bad up energy. inside you. That's, that's a good word. Yeah, bad it's dangerous energy. energy that you need to release. Mm. And upon releasing that dangerous energy, you now think a little bit more clearly is how I'll put that's that. That's very true. So for simpler terms, it's when you bust a nut <laughs> and all of a sudden about 10, 15 seconds later, those thoughts you had right before you spanked it, it is it, they're they're gone, and you are thinking back, you're reflecting, and you're like, "Wow, I'm a, I'm a terrible person." Like, thank God I didn't DM it. Yeah, thank God I didn't do what I was gonna do before mm-hmm. that action. I mean, there's all different kinds of PNC though, because you should be so lucky to PNC before you get into a situation. But sometimes mm-hmm. you you leave a situation, you're like should have taken care of myself first yeah so this applies to you could literally be on tinder or Mm -hmm. you know one of the dating apps and like you know maybe you and this girl are shooting back and forth like some dms and you're like hey like what are you doing like saturday and then like saturday comes and you're like "Mm, like do i really want to have her over do i not you know maybe you go to the bedroom you take care of yourself 15 minutes later you walk out you look at her profile again you say "Mm mm-hmm she ain't coming over. I'm busy tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, mom just called. I gotta. I gotta go help out at my parents' house. Sorry. And then uh, that's basically the gist of it when it comes to um, online PNC. But there's in person PNC. There's in person well. PNC, and sometimes you uh, you don't get the the PNC a little quick enough. The clarity doesn't kick in quite as quick as it should have or could have if you had handled things on your own. Yeah, so there's times where a lot of guys will refer to it as being down bad or mm-hmm. sometimes down tremendous. Yeah. And that means you are fiending for any sort of physical interaction with someone of the opposite sex. Listen, we are exiting a pandemic. I feel like we're talking to a lot of you directly. 
a lot of you are probably down tremendous right now. Incels out there. <laughs> Maybe not incels, but <laughs> I won't take it that far. Uh, but a lot of you have probably been locked in the house for a long time. Things are starting to open back up now. We're not thinking so clear. We're excited to get back outside. Take a second. Take a breath. Take care of yourself. Take care of you. And just, just gain some PNC. Yeah, you're going to need that PNC for the first time the bars are open downtown. It's basically the same thing. Like when you're when you got your drunk goggles on, you're like looking at this girl and you're like, "Yep, she's a 10." And then, you know, maybe the bar closes, you got to walk outside and the street lights hit and you go, "Oh, she's an 8." "Oh, mm-hmm. she's a 7." And that's when you're still drunk and then next morning she could be a real she could be a 5, 6. Could be. Could be. Don't want to do that. So what you got to do is get some PNC. Unless you do want to do that, in which case, no judgment. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. We've all been there. Yeah, we've all been there. (laughs) But I don't even know if it's it's a gender-specific thing. Like, maybe girls have some version of that that they do that we're just not aware of because... Very true. We don't have these types of conversations. This is what we're trying to do here is we're trying to educate. We're trying to be open and honest and just uh, let you know what's going on behind the scenes. So when was the last time you experienced PNC? What time is it? <laughs> it is 920. Um, I mean, like, when was the last time, like, you were, like, hitting it off with a girl that, you, like, you were, like, all right, like, maybe I'm going to, you know, try to meet up with her, like, have her come over, vice mm-hmm. versa, and then, like, maybe something changed your mind? All the time. I'm on the dating apps. I'll be open and honest about that. I'm very much on there. I am swiping. I'm talking to different girls. And sometimes I double back to some conversations I was having. And I say, I'm going to let this one die down. Yeah, I'm personally not on the dating apps. I don't do well. I don't do well. I think I'm way too picky. When I'm on there, it's literally like I just swipe left way more. Like I am... Uh, I'm going to say I'm like a solid eight, but I have the mindset of like a 10 and I'm just swiping only on 10s. And mm-hmm. then like I get like five matches in like a week and I'm like, eh, this sucks. Like I'm not, I'm not doing it. And then realistically, yeah. like if I met half those girls in person at the bar, like I'd probably be very cool, like being friends with them and like talking to them and like trying to make something happen. But like, for sure, I'm just way too picky when it's online. So I just don't use them. And I feel like I also don't do well. When it comes to like online dating, I'm a lot better in person. A hundred percent. I would say the same for myself. Myself, because I hate like the, hey, like, how are you? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Like, oh, you're at work? Me too. Very cool. What do you do for work? Like, I'd rather be in person and knock that stuff out in like five minutes versus Absolutely. taking five days online. And then like when you meet, it's always so weird. Yeah. Sometimes like sometimes you meet these girls off like dating apps and then you get PNC just from meeting them. And you're like, geez. Yeah, 100%. I mean, no. we've had this conversation on here. We've talked about dating apps, the ups and downs and all that stuff. I'm very much on there right now because there's not a whole lot of options. I mean, we've started going back out, but things are still, We, if you're listening to this in the future, there was a global pandemic. We were locked up for a while. Things are starting to open up now again, but it's still very difficult to socialize. So as it gets easier, I'll probably stop with the dating apps for all the reasons you just said. I feel like it's very difficult to make a connection with somebody via texting because you have no body language. You can't like hear any type of inflections in the voice. Like all that stuff really matters when you're speaking to somebody. Mm -hmm. 
So it's incredibly difficult to build any type of connection off of just words on a screen. Um, but that's what we're working with right now. So words on the screen are going to have to do. Yeah, it just feels like it's so like shallow like the entire time. Cause For sure. Like, I'm only swiping on girls like I find physically attractive. But like you can meet these girls in person. They're just total duds and like just like yes men or something like that. And you're like, I don't want to do this. Like you're just yeah. boring. You could also not swipe on somebody who you don't find attractive. And they could be a really cool person in, in real life and maybe it wouldn't turn into a relationship of any kind but that could have been like a homie exactly and also we're both short so like we don't do well on the dating apps unless like when you're when you're five foot whatever <laughs> yeah. is being displayed like girls don't exactly are like ooh, he's five nine wow, wow. swipe like, yeah it doesn't go like that short kings, kings but our crowns are tall yeah i guess my crown gets taller on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I can't wait to go dancing. Again. Yeah, because I feel like tall guys typically can't dance unless they're like... We were talking about this off mic the other D1 day. D1 athletes, I feel like they can always dance. I think there's a direct correlation between how tall you are and how goofy you are. Well, I guess I like uncoordinated. Or uncoordinated. Uncoordinated, goofy, whatever, whatever have you. Uh, I feel like your center of gravity is probably off. Like I'm lower to the ground. I'm sturdy down here. I know how it works. I'm used to the the air density down here. When you get up <laughs> He's there, familiar you, with all yeah, five you, foot seven. Exactly. <laughs> the air gets thinner the higher you go in the altitude. They're probably having a hard time breathing up there or something. I don't know. I just feel like taller people are typically goofier, clumsier people. Yeah, I I also feel like I noticed that like growing up, like my two neighbors that I hung out with like every day, they were both like six foot plus, and I'm like barely five foot at this time, and like. Mm. We'd be on my trampoline and I'd be like, dude, like, why can't you guys do a double backflip? Like, what's wrong with you? And they're like, I, I don't know. Like, my, my body just doesn't do it. And I'm like, weirdos? Like, I looked it up on the internet for 13 minutes and now I can do it. Like, what's wrong with you? And it took them, like, years to learn how to do one backflip. And, like, I'd, it just was always, like, mind-boggling to me that these guys, like, couldn't figure it out. But, like, these are the same dudes that can shoot a three-pointer 10 times out of 10 and I couldn't manage it once. And I was like, yeah. what the hell? I guess it's just like specific things. I feel like sports are geared towards tall people swimming. Like you need that reach basketball. You need that reach, that height, maybe not football, football. You could be short and you can be a receiver or something as long as you're quick. I don't know. I don't really watch sports. I couldn't really tell you. Me neither. I feel like there's like a lot of the people that do watch sports are just, way too into it i wish i cared about anything in life as much as some people care about sports i see some people get so heated and so upset or happy over sports and i was like i don't think i've ever felt that level of happiness or sadness about anything let alone a sport yeah like when i pull out shia's favorite toy she also gets that level of happiness yeah. but like that's a dog like yeah like she's allowed <laughs> to like right me being like a educated human i like look at like anything like that and i'm like yeah that's cool like I love cars and dirt bikes and motorcycles. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't watch any of those sports. That shit's boring. Like, I don't no. want to do that. Like, Grown men are brought to tears over other grown men putting a ball in a hoop. And it's wild to me. I don't knock it. No judgment. Whatever makes you happy makes you happy. But I can't relate. No, nah, can't relate. Closest thing you can relate, relate it to. Like, what's your most passionate thing? Probably rap music. I was about to say, Kendrick Lamar drops album tonight. Yeah, I'm you dummy hype. Dummy hype. I'm not. I'm not gonna be in tears. But you're gonna I don't be think. like, oh man, like this. Is yeah, wild. I'm gonna be stupid, silly hype. But I'm not gonna scream. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not going to wake the neighbors. Yeah. They're not going to call the cops and think that You're there's like a domestic a situation in here. Shoe through the TV. Absolutely not. No. But that's how people get with sports. I just I can't relate. Again, no judgment, but I don't know. It's yeah, not like for me, my parents could like back into the driveway with like a brand new dirt bike and be like, "Nolan, this is yours. Like, we love you." And I'd be like, "Wow, thank you. <laughs> this is great." Yeah, like I'd be smiling ear to ear. I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna like no do cartwheels through the street. Even if I don't know, there was ten grand attached to it. Like I'm still gonna be like, "Wow, this is awesome. Thank you so much." But like, it's still not gonna make me go to that level that sports guys go to and yeah it's just what do you think it is what what is it about sports for them is it like they're neanderthals <laughs> that's it that's like that's all that's it, it? Is. yeah that's what it is literally just the one step closer to being a neanderthal than us We're a i think a lot of them involved. probably played sports and like they see themselves in their favorite sports teams or whatever it is i don't know i'm, I'm taking shots in the dark here yeah i mean maybe that's why like they force their kids to play all those sports too that they don't even like Probably, yeah. I used to make sandcastles in the outfield. I was just out there because I thought I had to. It's what Mm. guys do. You go and you play a sport. And I was like, well, baseball requires the least out of me. I'll do that one. And uh, every year my dad would be like, hey, you don't have to do this. I'd be like, nah, I want to. And then I'd get there and I'd be miserable. And I would just sit in left field because nobody, or right field, because only lefties hit the right field. And there are no lefties. So I sat out there and made sandcastles with my feet. And then I stomped on them, and they'd be like, hey, man, the other team is in the outfield right now. Like, you're supposed to be batting. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, boy, give me three seconds to finish this up. And then, uh, yeah, I hated every second of it. No, I, I also never really loved sports. I played, I think, like, t-ball and karate and basketball. And mm-hmm. I rode crew, and I ran track once, like, school came around. And literally, I hated every second of yeah. it. I did most of those things, never enjoyed any of them. I liked hanging out with people like during like crew meets and like track meets and like that was fun. And uh, there was a lot of pretty girls at the track meets, especially from like other schools and stuff that you were meeting, which is fun. Um, Yeah. Other than that, I don't I don't think I really enjoyed any part of sports growing up. I will say this. I did like gym class. That was, was fun to me. Yeah, gym was more fun than sitting in a chair. Yeah, I mean, like, also, but I, it was the, I actively enjoyed it. It was the least competitive thing you've ever been a part of, and that's probably sure. what made it so much fun. Is cause yeah, because it was a joke. Nothing mattered. Right, and which I made hated, doing the sports oh fun. It, it wasn't fun when somebody was, like, screaming at me to do better. There was just the certain kids that were so passionate about gym class are the, probably the same ones that yell at the TV. 100%. And you're like, dude, you know they can't hear you, right? Yeah. And they're like, I know, but, like, you know, good luck. If I yell loud enough, dad will come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he won't. No, I'm he sorry. won't. I promise he's gone. <laughs> he's living his best life down in Puerto Rico. Anyway. Dad didn't come back because you're bad at football. That's, That's exactly why. right. If you were better, he would be here. Maybe. At the end of the day, though, it's kind of your fault. But yeah. no judgment. <laughs> uh, nah, I liked playing floor hockey in gym. I liked playing basketball in gym because it didn't matter. Yeah, you look like a big ping pong guy. You look oh, like you listen, built for ping pong. You still hurt? Are you okay over there? <laughs> yeah, I'm we, not good. Uh, I had to humble the boy. Ping pong's my sport, I guess. Pool too, I guess. Put Found that, that in your Tinder bio. See how that goes. Big ping pong guy. Yeah, ping pong's my sport. I bet you get <laughs> you get unmatched immediately. The match is gonna be flooding my Tinder. But uh, doubt it. But probably not. There are a few types of guys that like definitely start developing like in in high school and like there was definitely like the sports guys 
Yeah. And like those were the ones that were competitive in gym class and needed to learn how to just relax for a second. Mm-hmm. There was definitely like the shop class guys that like were like, no, I'm going to be a plumber or an electrician. And like they those kids went. were low key smart. They knew what was up. They're like, this is what I'm going to do. They didn't waste their time in college and they just went for it. Yeah. Looking back, definitely probably a solid decision to do something like that. But honestly, I want to give up the college experience. Oh, college for was great. Electrical engineering school or whatever they were in. Financially, it was a good move. Socially, college is a lot of fun. Oh, can't beat it. But there was, I don't know, there was there was a couple of types of guys. There was like the stoner group. There was like the ones that just were doing like drugs and partying. And like some of them were getting into like heroin in our like later yeah, years. Yeah, heroin was big where I grew up. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I see, like, I hear, like, heroin when we're watching cops on TV. Like, yeah. I didn't know, like, you guys were getting that and, like, doing it. We actively. had multiple ODs. We had a couple. Yeah. When you have, like, a high school as big as ours, like, yeah, you got to. For sure. You got to take a few out naturally. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I guess there was, like, always, like, the nerdy guys and, like. Yeah, there were the kids that, like, played Pokemon at the lunch table or whatever. Or Bakugan back in the day, the one oh, with the ball. Dude, they were probably having the most fun. Uh, for sure. 100% they were having the most like, fun. Like, imagine, like, a card I game. I mean, the heroin kids were probably having a good time, too. <laughs> but those kids, I mean, probably equal. You're here for a good time, not a long time. Yeah. Nah, but the kids that were, like, playing, like, Pokemon, like, that's that shit was getting them going. Like, that's got to be so nice to know that, like, a $20 deck of cards is, like, all you need to be happy. Yeah. And then, like, if I don't have, like, a $5,000 dirt bike, I'm like, this isn't it. Like, I need faster, more more dirt bike. And more then, dirt bike. It just gets more expensive, and, like, that shit just... So would you say that you were, like, I was uh, probably the woodsy like, kid? No, I was, I was with, like, the car guys, which was, like, also just a weird group. And I hated yeah. actual car guys. Like, I would, like, hang out with them because I liked their cars and, like, the... I guess, like, the... I don't know. The, like, mechanical aspect of it was cool that, like, this man has a Honda Civic that goes 200 miles an hour. Like, that's insane. Like, mm. it, like the sound, the noise, like, the flames and everything involved, I was like, this is amazing. Like, I want that more than anything. And then the dudes you would meet through, like, the car shows and the car meets and everything were just weirdos. And, like, luckily, like, I had one friend in, in high school that, like, would go with me. Uh, shout out Jake Swick and literally we would show up there and be like, dude, everybody here is a fucking loser, mm. like just weirdos. So like I, I, as I went to like college and everything, I was like, I ain't going to no car shows and car meets. Yeah. Like I went like a couple of times and I was like, nope, they're still weird in Buffalo. Like I'm not, <laughs> I mean, I still talked to a couple of them that like weren't weirdos, but like 90% of them weirdos. And I was just like, nah, like these dudes are too passionate they're all broke because they're spending every dollar they have into their cars and like they don't have like any other social skills other than being like just the dude with a certain cool car. There's a fine line and I think this kind of sums up this conversation and the last one. There's a very, very fine line between passion and obsession. Mm-hmm. And when you cross over into obsession, that's where it gets weird and that's where it gets a little bit too much for me. I think the problem is, is because you can have the weirdest, corniest, wackest dude mm-hmm. on the face of the earth, and then you give him 50 grand, and he dumps every cent of that into a cool car, mm-hmm. and then now when he goes to a car show, 
everybody's like, whoa, this dude's the shit because he's got, you know, this car that makes him the shit. But like on below the surface, he is a weirdo. He's probably chasing that feeling of being on top of the world. And everyone's like, whoa, look at your car. Yeah. And now he's all hyped up. And it fuels him to spend more and more and more money. Exactly. Because that's where it dips into obsession. Yeah. Same thing with the dude that was like, I was the man when I was running touchdowns in 11th grade. And everybody knew my name because on the morning announcements, they were like, uh, Jim Jones has 11 touchdowns Mm -hmm. for a state record. And he's in the newspaper shaking the town mayor's hand. And that shit put him on top of the world. Absolutely. Same guy who's now in Walmart buying a second TV because he threw his remote through the first one when the Colts lost last night. Damn. Down tremendous. He tremendous. needs some post not clarity. <laughs> yeah. you need to reevaluate your whole life. Go spank it. Come back. See if the Colts really matter that much. Facts. Honestly, I think that uh, I got a pastrami sandwich in the fridge with my name on it. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you for listening. Uh, this has been episode nineteen. My boy got the meat sweats. Um, hype. <laughs> That pastrami sandwich. I got some fresh rye bread too. That's a Jewish delicacy. We'll get into that in another episode. I'll, I'll learn you a thing or two. Delicacies. But we appreciate you for tuning in. Subscribe to the Instagram or follow us on Instagram. Whatever you do on Instagram. No judgment pod. Uh, let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about. Shout out Sean for this episode. Shout out Jake Swick. Jake Swick for the last episode. I knew yeah, that. And Maggie. And Maggie. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday.